You're listening to Family Favourites here on the... No. <laughs> Tony Bennett, Steve... How are you? I'm good. Are you I'm a fan? Good. Are you a fan? I am. He's I, great. I, I, I'm, I'm, don't tell anyone. Are, are we live on the radio? The, ra- the Oh, my God. Sorry about that. This is for Corporal Jones in Cyprus. <laughs> <laughs> He's done this amazing album. I mean, maybe more duets with all these young, famous singers. And I know. It's cracking. I know. So, and he ain't no spring chicken. Oh, but what a voice. Anyway, yeah. Steve, great to see you back in the... And, and, and a great obey day to you, too. Great obey to Act now. Act now. So how's, I, how's life in Belton Road? Well, in Belton Road, it's absolutely swinging. But, I mean, I am now in what you call a... What's the word? Um, Studio. A combustion oh, of okay. excitement. Because not only... I mean, I saw the, the South China Morning Post has a whole supplement called Greater Bay Area. And the headline says, Plan for Integrated Hub Excites Executives. I mean... They've got some. I could tell by the way they've that was got written. some. They have some attention-grabbing yes. headline writers we there. We are really excited. Oh, I'm very about excited this. by this. Um, Tick. But but, <laughs> but I mean, it's a riveting read. I recommend it to Brilliant. to um, to my granny. Um, she suffers from insomnia, so she needs something. <laughs> she lays awake at night wondering what she'd do <laughs> what, if, she yeah, if she didn't have this, that to read. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, but, but they're now, what, what I like about this government, and as you know, I am its greatest advocate and supporter, and is that they're now sort of integrating, you know the word integration, big word. Hubs, used, integrating hubs. But they're integrating the whole of the Greater White Elephant Bay by bringing all the useless projects together. So if anybody... Which might not be a bad idea if well, you think about it. And then they'll all combust, but except for the fact that us poor old taxpayers paid for it, and we paid a lot of money for it. Anyway, so the latest... <laughs> I mean, I've got to laugh because it, it just gets oh. too too much. Oh. But the latest of the cunning schemes is is to bring the food trucks. Remember them? The food trucks which are going to bring this great new culture to Hong Kong of trendy, hipster... I so wish they had, though. Well, well... Not hipster, but just nice food. Well, <laughs> none of that. None of the above was achieved. You had a, a bunch oh, yeah, of no, no, no. speckly bureaucrats sitting there with their clipboards going... And their nephews running the food trucks. nephews, (laughs) and... uh, Anyway, the scheme is a complete doo-doo. So what they've now decided is, because there's a bit of a trouble on the bridge to nowhere, that's the bridge, incidentally, which apparently carries practically zero... I'll repeat that because it's a round word. Zero commercial traffic, um, which is what it was intended to to, to, to carry, yeah. and is just a sort of glorified. What do you, um, what do you mean by that? What, what I mean talking? trucks. Oh, you right. know, in, yeah. in, in, integrating us into the greater Bay, greater Bay area. Um, anyway, so there's pr- practically none of that goes on. Right. Um, but there are, of course, it is a massive tourist attraction. Ask a resident of yeah, Tung... Yeah, they didn't see that one coming, did they? <laughs> Ask a resident of Tung Chung how happy they are with that. Oh. Anyway, so they're now saying, oh, here's his here's, here's plan, his plan. We've got these food trucks which can't really make money anywhere else, so we're going to bring them over to the bridge to nowhere. The, 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 the great mass of visitors from Zhuhai will be disgorged from their buses into food truck land, and... Um, then they won't go anywhere else because they'll be in such a frenzy of excitement over the... In a the, food coma. In the food, <laughs> a food high, possibly. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, and so it goes on. So, anyway, so, so I mean, it's almost officially confirmed now that that bridge is the world's most expensive tourist attraction. Think how many spinning wheels you could have built um, for a fraction of the cost of that whacking great big bridge, ah. which is, you know, I mean, it's a wonder. It's one of the ones 
wonders of the of the of the uh, expenditure world. The bridge itself is obviously a different topic, but this thing this about it's very big. It's very, very long. Big, very long. This thing about the little pocket of chaos that we're getting into yes. is another issue. And I don't, you know, you, between the lines, you're reading dope. Well, you know, and 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 and, and as, get as usual, all those little bureaucrats are, uh, you know, their clipboards are flapping, and they're going new mouths, new mouths, and um, they're going to be new mouths, apparently, to accommodate the people. Anyway, none of this will work. I mean, huh. yeah. Who, who, but meanwhile, next Sunday, it's going to be business as usual. Well, or not. Or the weekend. Well, know. business is, is abnormal, Me- yes. Yeah, meaning what's yes, become, yes. unfortunately. Well, it's an absolute nightmare for people who live in, in Lantau. But, hey, hey, they've got a great extension of the island to look forward to. The mega extension to the east. Let's just do one. Let's, just <laughs> Let's do, do one piece of idiocy no, no, at no, no, a time. No, no. One, one t- I mean, apparently, when, you, when you're on the road and going there, it's, you know, it does the job. But we're talking about the issues surrounding the piece of road that does the yes. job. Well, uh, assuming you've got a permit to get on, on the road bus. and all the rest of it, you have to really get on a bus unless um, you've got a lot of time and, and guangxi to yeah. get a permit to drive your car, which the Both average punter... The other punter doesn't, do they? Well, not to mention the middle in Macau. So the word is, going there, if you choose the time of day, supposing you want to go Macau or Juhai, fairly OK, but coming back to the nightmare, apparently. Oh, wow. Hence what you've been talking or, about. Or, uh, but, but once the food trucks arrive, that will, I'm that sure, will sort, sort it, it out. out won't it? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. All right, then, on well, you go. Well, let's get on. Uh, so now we have the failure to listen to Morning Brew. Um, which uh, apparently is inflicting members of the of the government and the Liberal Party. So they thought that, um, you know, all of this stuff about, you know, cutting out freedom of speech, you know, cracking down on the Foreign Correspondence Club, gosh, how brave was that, and, you know, outlawing political parties, would have no, no repercussions whatsoever. Right. They then suddenly wake up to the fact <laughs> ka-ching. that Kaching. Oh, people are noticing. People are talking about it. The U.S. Congress, in an in an almost in nowadays unprecedented bipartisan way, has united around the idea that Hong Kong shouldn't be treated as a a, a different part of of the Chinese um, entity. Should be treated exactly the same. And this this new report that's going through the Congress at the moment could well lead to legislation, is having an enormous, finally in the pocket impact because yeah. they've cut, suddenly realised, oh my God, you mean, uh, you mean, uh, oh gosh, uh, this may cost us something. Exactly. So so what does Carrie Lamb do? I love Carrie Lamb. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the Liberal Party later. What does Carrie Lamb do? She she actually. Instead of saying, you know, Hong Kong is vigorously um, uh, um, adhering to one country, two systems, and, and, and has distinctive features, no, no, she reads out exactly the same statement that came from the Ministry of Foreign Affairs, even down to accusing the senators of seeing the situation through coloured lenses. She actually uses the same it's language. tinted You're glad you reminded me <laughs> of she that. She said coloured. It's from um, Offenbach Operetta, I... and, and, it's, and it's called rose-tinted spectacles or gla- glasses, I think said. it is glasses. Get and it right, I, I, love. Get I, it right. Well, it's not... No, she didn't write the script. It was written by the Ministry of <laughs> Foreign Affairs. You reminded me the other day. I was going, it's not, it's this. So OCD is now satisfied. Thank well, <laughs> so, so, but I mean, you know, she makes the point for them by absolutely just mirroring what the bosses say. She doesn't make the smallest attempt to actually say, do you know what, 
Hong Kong has a great deal of autonomy because autonomy is a verboten word nowadays. Not allowed. Tut, tut, tut. Tut, 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 tut. Um, Hong Kong has all sorts of distinctive features. Oh, don't let's talk about that. Let's just talk about one country, two systems, but without any meaning. Without the without the two systems. Two systems yes. <laughs> so so then then it turns out that the Liberal Party, God bless them, who who actually in in their favour do have some connection with business. Presumably their members and their members' friends and aunties and what have you yeah. have said to them, Oi, you, you stop faffing on about, you know, getting a new Article 23 and making Hong Kong into the headlines even more. Get on to this one because it's kind of important. So they then scrapped the motion they were going to put into LegCo urging Article 23 to be enacted with, with post-haste and minimum blotsets. Um, and let's get on with talking about this. Yeah. Well, I mean, in fact, that isn't going to happen. But it's interesting that finally they're getting the connection between what is done and what happens. Well, as I say, had they been faithful Morning Brew listeners, yeah. they would have known that. Hence my title this morning, Heart on the Left, Wallet on the Right, <laughs> question mark. Well, yes. And it shows the fragility of your alliances so, when, when you think you're going to get stung. So, I mean, how are they going to respond? So the current government response is just to say exactly what the Ministry of Foreign Affairs says. So all the people in the Congress will go, told you so, I told you they weren't any different, there's nothing, you know, no point in treating Hong Kong differently. Hong Kong is the biggest... Um, Centre for American companies in this part of the world, etc., etc., that can change. And they have no strategy whatsoever because they're so petrified of actually being faithful to the one country, two systems. Because, as you say, they won't talk about the, the two systems. Yeah. They will only talk about one country. So, I mean, nowadays... Carrie Lam, I mean, you'd have to turn her upside down, push her under three buses before she said the word autonomy, which is actually in the basic law, but hey, dum-dum-dum, yeah. who, who knows that sort of thing? You'd have to push her under four buses to talk about the distinctiveness of the Hong Kong system and, and, the, and the existence of freedoms and liberties and what, all the rest of it here that don't exist in the mainland. In fact, I don't think any number of buses you could... Uh, so you're saying the scripts have changed? No, what I'm saying is that they're in a, in, in, in a complete flurry because yeah. they don't know what to do. Because the more you push Article 23, the more you're likely to get stung when these big companies, well, when I the mean, Americans it, put it, sanctions it, on, on China. No, the point is that Hong Kong nowadays is mainly only in the news for bad reasons. It does seem to be, it is or the, silly reasons. Yeah. Or, or, you know, it is the place that bans political parties. It is the place that goes to war with foreign correspondents. And we incite it people to incite place, people to incite people. Uh, uh, yes, I was going to say, <laughs> It is the place that puts puts dissidents on trial, you know, and locks them up. It is the place that stops people running from elections. So, you know, you ask the average Joe, probably doesn't care about Hong Kong, but the average Joe who's slightly interested in the subject, they say, oh, my God, have you heard what's going on in Hong Kong? Yeah. And their answer is, well, they shouldn't be listening. They shouldn't be listening. It's it, it's rose-coloured, rose, rose tinted doodars. Yeah, yeah. Well, well done. You nearly got it right. It's the tales of Hoffman, Steve. Go and listen <laughs> Go to it, my boy. Anyway, I, yeah. I, I think that was a German chap here, and I'm not sure we want to know Hoffman that. Bach. But, yes, yes. <laughs> not to be confused with the other Bach. Yeah. <laughs> Bach, as they say in Wales. Um, so there you go. Mm. That's all good. That's all been an absolute success. And... Um, I think the, 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 the current thinking within the administration is we don't do thinking. Now, still in with Steve Vines, I've got an email here from Joe. What, Joe? Do you want to hear it? 
Well, why not? Yeah, come on. Let's, the uh, listener's interested. The listener. Joe is the listener. Oh, right. OK. <laughs> he says, have you noticed now that property is going down, the government want to interfere to keep the prices high? He says, they don't want the poor to have property. Yeah, well, hey. They don't want the poor to. Yeah. Talking of the poor, oh, yeah. you should mention that, Joe. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've just seen that we now have... I mean, this is staggering. 1.37 million people yep. living... Uh, below the poverty line. And the government says, oh, that's all right. That's perfectly all right. Matthew Jung, who apparently is the chief secretary, said, oh, that's because of the ageing of the population. Well done. Well, Send them up the chimney. Well, well, well <laughs> noticed. That's not new, incidentally. Ageing of the population. And then he goes, challenging demographics. Have you ever had a challenging demographic? Come on, then. No, no, you can go to a doctor for it. It's yeah. all right. It's a, it's a well-known complaint, the challenging demographics, which I think is the same thing in bureaucrat speak of ageing population. But yeah. anyway, never mind. And, and but his, he is one of them, <laughs> yeah. to be perfectly honest. Well, in, in, I mean, age-wise... Don't, don't get ageist with me. No, but just saying... <laughs> You've got the wrong person for that. <laughs> no, you're not. You're Benjamin Button. Anyway. <laughs> and, and, uh, and then he goes... And this is, this is the one which I, I like. He goes, and of course, it's because of the improving economy. That well, that's a great comfort... What he's actually trying to say, because he's a bureaucrat, he uses bureaucrat, bureaucraties, what he's trying to say is the way that you calculate the poverty line is as a percentage of the overall wealth of the population. What he's actually saying, and here, Mr Chung, I think you need to be a little honest about this, is that the wealth gap is widening. In other words, because of some parts of the economy are doing well, the richer are getting richer, and guess what? The poor are getting poorer. That might, and that somehow is OK. That might have been said before. <laughs> yes. It's not a new concept. Of course, if you're a bureaucrat, you talk about the um, challenging demographics. Gosh, I, I, have you ever had a challenging demographic? It's a terrible thing to have. I'm gonna nev- I won't be able to forget this now. <laughs> well, well, blame Mr Chuck. But anyway, what I'm basically saying is that the level, the, the stench of complacency that comes out of the administration over this appalling situation yeah. with um, so many people living below the poverty line is, is absolutely astonishing. I mean, these are the, same, these are the people who, who glibly, you know, throw away, and we return to what we were talking to before the break, mm. throw away squillions and squillions of dollars on these complete white elephant projects, all of which are get declared to be a success regardless of whether they are or they're not. And then they go, well, you know, we can't really afford to tackle poverty. I mean, that's oh, that's a long-term commitment. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yes. I mean, anyway, um, you know, it's all to do with challenging demographics. So See, I'm really glad you said that because it, it somehow makes us a bit complacent because every time we hear a news report or read one, we hear words like demographics, <coughs> poverty line, and you just think it's another economics report. Let's put it in plain English. These people are so poor they cannot afford to pay attention. This yes. is a whole different world. These, it's these, not a poverty uh, line. Uh, 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 and and um, the level of poverty... Um, in these challenging demographics actually affects tends to affect children the worst so you know you've yeah, got yeah. children who who can't really afford to go to school who are embarrassed to go to school because their classmates will know that they've turned up in second-hand clothing mm. i mean the, the, there's the, the, it goes on and on and on it's remorseless yeah 
And you've got an administration sitting on these enormous reserves, which are all entirely reserved for mega projects. It couldn't possibly be used on people. I think it's disgusting. I really do. I mean, I think this is something. Does. Well, I think, well, not quite everybody. No, I mean, you know, yeah, yeah, the SEMP the, the run some feature yesterday with pictures. I mean, it's, I'm glad we keep seeing these pictures of the old ladies pushing massive. Trolleys of cardboard. That is the reality. Yes, it's not. It's not a demographic and a poverty line. It's really, really. uh, And hunting round the hunting round the 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 markets for scraps to take home to eat. I mean, this is this is not right. This is not a poor place. I think. I think sometimes you know, it's not just these guys, but the world over, very bad situations are glossed over by statistics i'm sure there's a there's that famous expression but the, the, the difference is and i i hate to be boring and gosh nah. if, if you're ever going to do that this would be the place to do it <laughs> but you know the reality is why does this persist so doggedly and the bottom line is because there's no elected system here where you have an elected system the poor can also vote and they have an impact on what happens to government policy by the simple fact they have a vote. The poor don't have a vote here. Well, nobody has a vote here in, in, in selecting the government. How, diff- mm. how, so, e- how easy is it to fix? I mean, Steve, you're, you're in economics. It, it probably, how easy it is it? It probably is not easy, but that okay. isn't an excuse. No, I know, That's I know. not but, an excuse. But, but, but the idea of, um, of doing the minimum... Let's not get ambitious. Let's talk about the minimum. You know, proper support... For elderly people living below the poverty line, not, you know, a little bit of Below tea. the flyover, I'm talking well, about. Well, exactly. <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying is, you know, well, you know, these things are actually fixable with money. It's not, it's not that complicated. So, you know, the tea money that's handed out to people over the age of 70 is, is more or less what it says on the tin. It's tea money. It ain't worth... It, do, it doesn't represent an amount of money that these people can live on. The fact that people are living, as you say, under flyovers, in cardboard boxes, yeah. squashed into these tiny, you know, 150-foot, 200-foot units with a whole family living there. Try it. I'd love one of these bureaucrats to try that for a couple of weeks. See how, see how that goes for them. It's one of those Not things, well. It's one of those things where, where people, in general, will say, are we missing something here? I mean, we, see, we can see this. And you feel that... <laughs> Certain people can't. Well, that. I think part there's, of it is, you know, part glasses. of it is, you, you, you know, I don't entirely blame the current administration because they inherited this this concept, which which prevailed in the colonial period as well, mm. which is somehow that Hong Kong is this place where people just get on or or don't, and if they don't get on, you know, the gutter really is a good enough place for them to be because yeah. in some way they must be feckless. There was this horrible, horrible attitude that the poor have only got themselves to blame. Well, uh, that comes back time and time again, doesn't yes, it? Yes, yes. I mean, you know, and, and the idea that um, people who who are penniless or scentless, whatever it is, um, somehow they've done it because they haven't, you know, spent their lives accumulating. They're lazy and feckless. I mean, you know, ooh, you know, they might have gone into a betting shop once, whoa, 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 you know, yeah. etc. And they've all got like, addictions and yes. booze, and they're going to yes. spend it all on. And they want to eat three, and they want to eat three meals a day. I mean, gosh, you know, these people yes. are outrageous. Well, back to where we started on this one, Steve. Just take it on a little bit. You gave us the, the opener on this bit. So, well, I mean, that's it, really. It is, it is that... Actually, the, the, it is, isn't it? <laughs> it is. No, no, but the point is that the, the, the numbers are growing. 
both in in percentage and absolute terms. I mean, in in 1.37 million people is a hell of a lot of people mm. in a society of seven odd million, and in a very prosperous society, you know. But it's it's all it's all of a piece with this government. It's they're not influential people. Mm. They don't they don't you know they don't count. Let them eat noodles. Let them eat noodles. Except that's the problem. They yeah, can't. they can't. <laughs> anyway, one more. Well, one more. Let's just talk about... Uh, uh, I'm sorry to keep going back to my um, favourite um, um, subject. <laughs> it is the MTR. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they've decided... Um, I think it's just scandalous that the chairman of the MTR, Mr Ma, um, is going to stay on for another six months because he's so... He wants to leave, doesn't he? Well... Um, I do, honestly. Yeah. Well, we're back to my great friend Mandy Rice-Davis. He would say that, he wouldn't would he? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, here is the man who's presided over a corporation that, that can't run decent projects, that, 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 that causes great, great um, confusion to the travelling public that suspends services, has a singling system which apparently isn't fit for purpose, etc, etc, etc. And and the person who's in charge of it, the chairman of the MTR Corporation, says, ah, oh, well, I, it's not my fault because these are day-to-day operational issues and, you know, well, you know, I mean, I, I, I can blame Mr. So-and-so down the line. Yeah. I mean, this is outrageous. The buck has to stop somewhere and if the buck start, stops... Yeah with someone who won't accept responsibility, hey, that ain't right.